0: Hello and welcome to the first edition of PastaCast, Cast, the advice and discussion show for members of the National Student Television Association produced by PASTA, the NASTA alumni organisation. My name is Gary Roger, former controller of GUST, former NASTA chair and many other things beginning with former. Throughout the next year I'll be your host for a series of podcasts on just about every topic of importance to student TV stations such as technical issues, programme genres, live broadcasts, marketing, time management, and everything else. And indeed, we're better to start than with everything? Station managers, this show is especially for you. You've just been elected as manager of your station for the forthcoming year. So, what now? Joining me this week are four NASTA alumni who've been through it, and I'll be asking them to provide an overview of the next 12 months, and how you can not only survive, but thrive. Yes, I know it's cheesy, but it rhymes, and that's the main thing. Okay. Let's start at the beginning. What is the best way of approaching the task in hand? We begin with former station director of York's YSTV, Steve Perring.
1: I think you just need to have a plan about what you want the station to look like come the end of the year. And then once you've got that, start to work back and work things into manageable chunks. So if you want, I don't know, to make sure that you double your membership, then you need to look at actually, well, freshers, we can get some more members there. We can go and meet people. We can touch departments, et cetera, et cetera. We'll make ourselves more visible on campus.
0: Will Hone, station manager at UniTV at the University of Sussex, echoes that
2: point. Well, I found that planning, definitely. I remember sitting down with our executive team at the start of the year and saying, out of this year, we want to accomplish A, B, and C and sticking to that it sets you goals to stick to throughout the year and it kind of gives you a I guess incentives and things to work forward and things that you don't you know so you don't forget and you don't get lost in your way so I think planning goals and points to achieve throughout the year is the best way for instance we wanted to improve our live system this year and we worked with the SU to do that and it was one of our goals and it's near completion now so yeah
0: Holly Abbott has overseen Roehampton's Fresh TV for the past year. What does she think is the best way of approaching the year ahead?
3: With as much enthusiasm as possible Freshers' Week was our kind of main thing to start with because we were a brand new station as well. So getting Freshers' Week, getting the TV station name out there and being as present during Freshers' Week as possible was a really important way to start. And just kind of going at it with the drive to make it succeed and be really brave as well i reckon just think big and then you can always pare it down if it doesn't go well but if you start off timidly no one's really gonna want to get involved
0: finally former station manager at UPSUTB in portsmouth dan jackson
3: i'd say
4: probably delegation is one of the most important things you got to sort of plan out what you what you intend to do over the year that was always the way i sort of approached it i'd say right i think that. Over the next year, I think we should really focus on this, this and this, and then sort of think about how you're going to spread the workload, because obviously as a station manager, you kind of feel it's all on you. But then what you've got to remember is the whole idea of a committee and a team behind you is that they support you. So, I mean, you can be as much of a one man army if you want, but without the support of everyone else around you, then it's never going to work.
0: Now, obviously at this stage, there's a lot of planning on the agenda. So I hope best to organise your notes. Will Horn.
2: I always make lists so I am I always have a post-it notes with me all the time so if anyone ever ever comes up to me regarding uni TV, I can just jot it down on there and add it to my list and I find that's really helpful not only because you get to cross it off as you go through but it's just it structures it out and, it's, and you can always go back to it.
4: In terms of organisation and stuff as, a, as UPSU TV started obviously we didn't have anything to go by initially So we developed a system of having the committee meetings and having a secretary there to take the minutes, um, to take all the information down and put it into like a Google Docs or some sort of Word document, which would then be published later if anyone wanted to see anything. Because obviously you're taking votes on things, you're doing things that are going to affect your wider membership.
0: Dan Jackson. And once you've got your own system in order, how best to then communicate that information to your membership?
1: Well, I had a sort of an everyone email list so anybody who had a who, uh, paid or signed up to be a member of YSTV once a week, they got an email from me saying, "This is how you get involved with YSTV this week. These are the things that are going on, etc., etc." Um, that will capture sort of anybody who might be interested, and then the people who probably care, your more central committee. Uh, each week in station meetings, I would just sort of do a little short report and I'd say, well, actually, this week I've been talking to the Student Union. We're talking about possibly getting some people more involved in uh, union elections. Anybody interested in X or Y, uh, this is what we're going to be doing next term. Da, 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 and, and that's sort of how we do it. Because I think there needs to be a s- distinction between people who sort of are really involved and really care kind of your central core and everybody else who might want to come and crew a show, or might be interested in helping with an event, but to be honest, probably don't care that you're having an argument with you Sue over whether or not the lights being replaced this week or next week.
2: Primarily, we find the Facebook group is the best way to let our members know what's going on. Whether that's you know finding a cameraman for a, a shoot that we're doing, it's just we have about I'd say about ten different groups on Facebook, all on each show that we have. It kind of starts at me, I guess, who feeds out the information to our exec producers, who then feed out the information further onto the Facebook pages. As well as that, we also use Google Docs for more in regards to kind of who wants to run for elect positions or um, who wants to, or like more nitty gritty stuff we use for Google Docs.
0: Steve Pedding and Will Horn. So there's no doubt that Facebook, Twitter and all social media are excellent tools for communication. But Dan Jackson adds a word of caution.
4: The only problem with Facebook is people eventually start to zone out. If you're posting comments and posting updates all the time, people just switch off because they don't want to see it because half the time it isn't relevant to them. So I think it's finding the balance between organising sort of face-to-face meetings, which you could do weekly or fortnightly or depending on how many productions you've got going, to sort of posting here and there, maybe the occasional website update. It it depends. You've kind of got to gauge it, how your members are going to react and how they how they best communicate with you, to be honest.
0: So, exam period winds down, uni breaks up for the end of term. A station manager, how do you best use your time over the summer? Holly Abbott.
3: Mainly, like, make Freshers Week huge, I think. It's just the best way to get new people on board and you never know what people are going to bring to the table. So... If you put yourselves out there that week, that was a really successful week for us. Our planning was quite short, but even still, you know, we got, got the message out and your planning, I would say you want to start filming maybe even before the term starts so you've got something to put out there that's new that, you know, during Fresh Week or even just exactly the week after you can release something and just keep that, keep the name of the station kind of snowballing. And I think because we didn't start filming till after like properly we used to film freshers week but then we didn't start filming any programming until like a week or a week after it kind of went a bit quiet for a while so people were aware of us at freshers week and then it went all a bit quiet because obviously we were filming and editing so maybe have something in the bag ready to go the week after freshers week or you know two weeks after so that you still got your name in there and people are aware that you exist which is always nice to have
0: the importance of Freshers' Week planning is reiterated by Steve Pedding.
1: Anybody who's been through Freshers' Week as anything other than a fresher knows how stressful it is as a society. And Having a plan, having a head start is a great thing, great, great way to have things sorted. Um, one of the things which I introduced was we did a Freshers' Prize draw to try and get people involved. And that was so easy to organise over the summer. Because all it was, every day or so, whenever I had a spare moment, I just gave a business in York a call and said, we're looking uh, to increase our membership and we also want to connect to the community. Uh, could you donate a prize? Could you donate something? We'll put you on a poster, we'll flog uh, your staff, etc., And then that will go free as part of like a raffle thing to whoever pays membership, gets people involved, gets the community involved with you. And it's amazing what people will do because student TV is such, such a brilliant way for them to connect with students.
0: And there'll be more on the subject of Freshers' Week in a forthcoming podcast. Meanwhile, having completed the groundwork over the summer, how best to keep things running smoothly throughout the year? Holly Abbott emphasises the importance of spreading the workload throughout your team.
3: Make sure you're putting into the hands of people that really are enthusiastic and really are trustworthy and delegate to people that you know will get the job done definitely delegate though because if you don't you'll end up with a massive amount of work and wonder how you got there you know make sure you've got a hierarchy in order, all in order marketing you know tech content all those kind of things just to make sure that as a station manager you're not overrun with all of those things at once
0: and to get everyone working efficiently as a unit, you need to ensure that everyone has the required skill sets. Will Horn?
2: Training people is definitely needed, and I think um, people want to be trained as well. I think especially uh, first years who join Uni TV, they're very reluctant to embark on kind of projects just because they don't know the system. And I think you you definitely need an element of training whether that's once or twice we we kind of have an open policy where we say if you do need training whenever and it doesn't need to be kind of a set time just grab one of us who because we're always in the same building so we're always floating around and I think I think keeping the training up throughout the year is imperative as well as taking on projects yourself I think you want you definitely want first years and second years to take projects upon themselves without the necessary without you having to kind of push projects on them and i think it's striking that balance between making members when they first join confident enough to take on those projects as well as finding members that are wanting to take on projects regardless of whether they they know the editing software or know the cameras
0: no in any team you get a mix of personalities some will be outgoing and eager to jump in from day one but how do you get those people who are initially shy to come out of their shell Holly Abbott and first Dan Jackson
4: I think at the end of the day you're going to get people that are more outgoing and more um, in your face as a member I mean people are going to see it as oh my god I'm going to join a tv station it's going to be great my face is going to be all over it because I'm going to be the best presenter there and you've kind of got you've got to encourage that but at the same time like you said you've got to speak to the ones that they're coming along because they're interested and they're not necessarily want to be in front of camera or they don't want to be the director or producer, but they want to be involved. Um, And obviously one of the main things you can do, you can have socials, which takes away from, from the main aspect of it, but brings them out. And then you become more friends as opposed to just people that have a similar interest. So use socials to your advantage, obviously theme them maybe based on film and TV stuff. You've got options for, you've got plenty of options. I mean, you could do cartoon characters, you can do superhero you can do anything you want but obviously when it comes to actually getting them involved in the tv station as a member i think the best way to approach it is not to do the giant scary live broadcasts because as soon as you say live broadcast it's one of our biggest things of the year people it's a real divider because at the end of the day they're either going to go oh my god there's so much responsibility i I can't be doing with this or they're gonna say oh that's great i want to get involved so I think you've got to build up to the big events by doing lots of little events with, with your new members and, and even shadowing. I mean, we use it in the industry. Obviously, we shadow people that we want to learn from. So if you can introduce like a buddy system or some sort of shadowing work, someone who's experienced to will do the role, say as a camera op or a sound assistant or something, then they'll learn from you and you can do it in a less pressured situation. So, I mean, that's kind of what we try to do.
3: We did a couple of like pilot type things people practicing with the cameras presenters practicing so we had a couple of female presenters and they weren't sure they really fancied it but they weren't sure so we set up a couple of kind of you know test shoots for people to practice in a camera and then people that didn't know how to edit could come and learn how to edit with some of the footage that we had rather than using you know our really like well-planned footage and That way people could look at themselves back and say, oh, actually, I'm not that bad. And then they went on to actually present a couple of our videos, completed videos. So, you know, if someone's shy, give them the opportunity to try it out first, because you never know that they might just need that one boost up and to look back and go, actually, um, I'm not too bad at that. And then, you know, you've got a wicked presenter or really great camera guy or whatever for the rest of the year rather than, you know, dismissing them because they're just not not quite confident enough yet. But there's, you know, there's always time to be had to do pilot shoots and practice a bit of everything. Um, we, also, we also ran a lot of workshops, particularly editing and camera work. And we did lunchtime drop-in sessions for people that wanted to learn to edit as well. And it's a lot of media students as well, and they tend to need these skills. So a lot of them came to us because they weren't confident in their own work the tv station was a place where they could gain confidence so you know you never leave a man behind just because they're a little, feeling a little bit shy and that way you'll have a really strong team so just how important is team spirit throughout the year
0: steve penning
1: i think that uh, student tv just doesn't work unless you work as a team none of you are being paid to do it you're all doing it in your free time it's supposed to be fun Therefore, you want to have a, you want to be there and you want to have a good time with your friends, um, and I think trying to keep up that team spirit is important, particularly when it's two a.m. and you've been doing a fourteen-hour OB and you're basically surviving on relentless and sort of chocolate hobnobs. And I think generally, I say this uh, knowing that people from my time at wise people probably hear this. Generally, I think that we uh, we got on really well as a team. And when everything looked a bit shaky, we all got together and we sat had a chat. And stuff like socials sort of really helped. Because uh, as happens in the real world in TV, uh, the team that gets drunk together sort of works well together.
0: And of course, pasta to responsible drinking. Now, let's take a few steps back. It's early summer. What should be the first items on your to-do list? Steve Penning again.
1: I think that one of the best things you can do is get to know your station because you might have been a member of it, you might have been a member for two, maybe three years, but when you're in charge or you're in a position of power within it, it becomes a whole new ball game. really. Uh, having to work with people, knowing how things work, it's not good enough if you're a technical person to think, well, I know technical, I don't know uh, production, and vice versa. If you're a production person, you need to know where technical people are coming from, where the marketing people are coming from, even when the student union's coming from, or guild, or whatever you call it. Um, so that's one of the things I think which is really important, because it will help iron out problems, because you'll know where people are coming from. The other thing you can do is really get to grips with freshers. Everybody, Freshers is, is so important to everybody. Everybody wants them to do well, and to get as many new, as much new blood into your uh, station as possible so start making plans start planning things that are simple and good and easy that you can do that get you out there that gets your station out there and work with your team before you disappear off for the summer and the most important thing maybe is just have fun go on socials meet people because it, it being station director yeah it becomes stressful and sometimes it sucks but You've got to remember the fact that the most important thing is to have fun and that this period, up until uh, you break for the summer and even during the summer, it's, it's so great because it hasn't fully hit you yet what you're planning on doing, which are amazing things, obviously.
0: I also asked the alumni, with the benefit of hindsight, what particular issues do you now know were always likely to crop up during the year? Holly Abbott.
3: People dropping out always have backups for shoots you know have have people that you know you can rely on that may not be like part of one particular program but you'd be able to call on if people didn't turn up for whatever reason and also third years remember they've got dissertations and you can't hammer them what during their dissertation period to be like on point because obviously they've got important things to do we didn't have anyone that was particularly knowledgeable about tech which was a bit difficult, especially when it came to like Nasta submissions or when something broke. So, you know, really try and hunt out that techie person who knows it all, hopefully. As long as you plan well and plan for it to go wrong as well, it should be fine, I think. And always remember, you know, state other stations nearby. Part of why I think we did so well this year was our relationship with other stations. So... We might not have had that person that we needed within our station, but we could then ask a nearby station. So build relationships with those stations, definitely, because they might have, you know, the tech or the person that you need in a certain situation that you don't have.
2: At the start of the year, obviously, you have an influx of members who all have these brilliant ideas for TV shows, and I think it's making sure that you're able to delegate enough to make those productions happen you know set up a structure that makes sure that all those ideas are made or at least the majority of them are made
0: will Hone. so how do you a station manager keep your own enthusiasm throughout the year and ensure things don't get on top of you dan jackson
4: yeah it is it is quite a daunting thing to be the one in charge as it were as, as depending on how you want to take that my main The buzz I got from it was was just seeing the end results and sit and have I mean, as egotistical or as however you want to take it, having people come up to you and say, this is amazing. You literally you nobody could have done it better or it was incredible. No one's done anything like this here before or just just being having someone say that they're proud of what you did. I think that was really a that gave me a lot of a buzz and always gave me the enthusiasm to do the next project for me personally I'm I'm moving into the industry now I'm doing working my way up it was I've, I've it's given me perfect things to talk about every interview I've gone to so from a career point of view I can go into an interview for a junior researcher or along the production management route and I can sit there and say yeah I've overseen teams I've organised this I've done that and I think for me, it was just the experience of being able to apply what I was learning on my course as I did film and TV production um, and apply that to a real life situation without actually incurring any costs was obviously experience that's invaluable at the end of the day. So I think from a personal point of view, what spurred me on to keep going throughout all those horrible club nights of filming it's one of those things where you look back and you think, "I did that, that was a good experience.
0: Steve Pedding can sympathize with the trials of club nights. And he puts the difficulties you might face into perspective.
1: I think one of the most important things that you can do is pace yourself. I threw myself behind uh, Freshers a Week 100% and I did loads of it. And every single day I was out during the day uh, around campus, beating people, filming people. And every evening I was out until 3am, filming at clubs and events, etc. I did this for two weeks as well as doing my degree. And I was so ill that I had to take a leave of absence and go home for a week to recover. Which I wouldn't recommend at all. You you kind of have the idea that it all rests on you as station director. And that's a complete fallacy. Don't believe it for a second. It's all about being part of a team. The other thing I would say is bear in mind that although it is the most important thing in the world to you right now and student TV is a wonderful, amazing thing, and no one can ever deny that. What you're doing as a whole, it's not the end of the world if something goes wrong. You're not the BBC, you're not Sky TV. People don't expect professional quality. If things go wrong, they go wrong. And if something doesn't happen, if you don't have a sports program that year, then you don't have a sports program that year. If you don't win a ASTRA award, you don't win a ASTRA award it doesn't in the grand scheme of things affect anything. So don't get caught up on the small details, just focus on having fun and that's the thing to do. So what final advice can we offer you as a new
0: station manager? Will Hone emphasizes the importance of delegation.
1: I always
2: found during my time that specific projects I, I kind of already had a, a site and how I wanted them edited or filmed. I found it very hard to delegate and trust anyone to do it apart from myself. So I ended up taking a lot more work on than I perhaps could have. Um, and I think it's delegating and trusting your team, which is imperative. You really need it because as I said, the the amount of work for a station manager, um, I don't think a lot of members realize the amount of work that actually goes into it. And I think the work that doesn't need to be dealt by you, you need to delegate it onto your uh, exec producers, or head of programming, or head of content, whatever your kind of subsidiaries are, and to trust that they're going to do a good job, and to trust that they know as much as you know about the quality and content of the station. So yeah, so delegate and trusting your team.
4: The one little nugget of advice that I would give to a station manager who's just just, just taken into the role, I would say that you need to love tv you need to love filmmaking you need to be you need to be living and breathing it i mean people on my course used to get fed up with me because i would be the one that stood there at the front saying hey guys come join upsu tv it's really great it's really great and this i was probably a walking advertisement for it to be honest so just enjoy yourself and and take take from it what you want to take from it
0: dan jackson and that really is the most important thing to remember being in charge of a student tv station is challenging but it's also a unique experience. Steve Pedding and first, Holly Abbott.
3: You know, you've got that position for a reason. Be proud that you have been chosen to do that and enjoy it and make what you want out of it as well. It's your year to kind of make your mark on that station, whatever stage the station is at. So go and make it, you know, make people remember the year that you were in charge and make programming that you think has been missing or get people involved that... Maybe haven't been before, different groups, different societies. Yeah, just like really, really enjoy it because it's a good year and it's a great opportunity and it looks great on your CV. And hopefully you'll get snapped up by someone next year for full-time employment if you really go for it. You know, the more stuff you can you can do. Obviously, don't let it affect your studies too much. But to be honest, the industry is all about experience anyway. So if you can fit in as much experience as possible and take everyone else along with you with that, you know, more power to you.
1: I think that my advice would be to just have a damn good time, to have an idea of where you want it to end up, the station, and a goal, maybe one or two goals. Maybe your goal is to get the blinds fixed. I never managed to do that. Maybe your goal is to sweep the world at Nasta or the Nastro Awards. But the most important thing for all of it is to have fun and enjoy it and to look back a year, two years after, and to say, you know what, I had a brilliant time. We might not have got everything right, but I had a great time with my friends. Don't take it too seriously. And please, speaking from everybody else's point of view who's not the station director, if you hold station meetings, weekly, monthly, whatever, an AGM, keep it short. Nobody cares about like a three hour discussion over what colour kind of buttons you're going to put on your new uh, server rack or something like that shut people up cut them out make them have a discussion somewhere else send a little extra task force to go and discuss the color of the wall nobody in the society really cares so please keep your meetings short everybody will thank you so much and if you want if you are if you have any worries about how long your station meetings are think back to the Nest AGM when you're slightly hungover and how frustrating that is and then hopefully that will make you uh, cut it down a little bit.
0: As chair of a free hour NASTA AGM, I endorse this message. Thank you to all the speakers for taking part. Dan Jackson, Holly Abbott, Steve Perring and Will Hohen. Remember that the NASTA alumni group, commonly referred to as PASTA, is here to help. If you have a query about any of the topics discussed in this show, you can tweet us at NASTA alumni and we'll put you in touch with someone who's been there, done it and quite possibly designed the t-shirt. Last but not least... For the year ahead, good luck. In podcast number two, we'll be discussing the ins and outs of hosting the NASA Awards and Conference with our guest, NASTA 40 Host Coordinator Hugh Blackstaff. That's next time on The Pastacast.